you back? You got your energy back? Yeah, ish. On the weekend? Yeah, lots of sleep. But, uh, yeah, feeling all right yourself? All right. Yeah, 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 it's taken two days, but yeah, I'm all right now. Feeling like you've returned back to yeah, the yeah. non-fantasy land. You don't really realise when you're sleeping in a tent that like you only really sleep for like four hours, maybe, because yeah. you wake up when it's light. And, and hot. And hot, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that was that was all right. I didn't hit as, mu- as much stuff this time around, I don't yeah. think. Well, it was it was a somewhat quieter event for us. Yeah. It was um, our third gathering, which is a Laurian Trust event. Which is uh, I don't know what it's a Lorian Trust event. Uh, yeah. yeah, so it's, it's a LARP thing. Yeah, yeah. So it's a role playing weekend of medieval kind of camping. Yeah, where you get into wars, which is good. Yeah. So yeah, lots of there was a dragon this year. There was. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. And he ate someone. That was good. Yeah, that was good. All right, well, yeah, yeah. yeah pretty watched good. it from the beer tent. Yeah. Oh, that dragon's eating someone. <laughs> yeah. I, I was on the battlefield at that point. I was in the beer tent. Running the fuck away. <laughs> yeah. I think I was eating pear and elderflower sorbet <laughs> <laughs> whilst watching Dragon Death. Well, that's, oh, okay, fair enough. That's very unlike you. I, just, seems... I prefer sorbet to ice cream when it's hot. Really? Yeah. Uh, Much more refreshing. I suppose me. so. Yeah, I can see that. It's like a, it's like a slush puppy or whatever. Sorbet it's... is like a slush puppy. Well, it is. It's like slushy, juicy stuff, isn't it? Rather than yeah. creamy dairy shit. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Just, it's just weird. I don't know. I don't know why. It just seems weird doing it that way around. It's like saying cats are like dogs. It's like, well... No, no. It's like house. saying dogs are like cats. It's like, no, they're not. Cats are like dogs. <laughs> are they? <laughs> I don't know. If you're going to do it, a dog's not like a cat in any way. But a cat is somewhat similar to a dog in some ways. You've got faces. Yeah. Feet. Yeah, ears. Yep. Yeah. There you go. It's case closed. I mean, <laughs> Both live in your house. <laughs> But yeah, so yeah, we had, uh, I think, two weeks off from podcasting. We went all introspective. Yeah, I haven't listened to it yet. I don't know how it was, but... You come off terribly racist. That so, figures. So, yeah. That's always the case. As soon as you look inside Steve, you just see <laughs> race hate. <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird thing of listening back to these podcasts. And like, if I... I listen back to it like, like normal, mm. or like part of it normal anyway. And then I'll carry on listening to it at some point when I'm baked. And right. suddenly, my perspective of myself completely changes <laughs> into being in like absolute peril of like, why the fuck did you say that? Now everyone's going to think you're a fucking this and that. <laughs> and it's never like I'm never af- afraid of sounding stupid. I'm afraid of like being like racist or, or <laughs> something like that. And it's just like, and it's because I'll just pick apart the tiniest little things and I'd obsess over it in my head for twenty minutes. In the meantime, we've gone on to something else and talking about <laughs> other things that are just better, but I've just been really touchy about this one thing that I've said. Be like, I should go back and change it. It's like, <laughs> I should change history. <laughs> yeah. And I get back up I get up the next morning and it's like, it's fine. What are you worried about? <laughs> I have been tempted to edit it on several occasions to make you sound incredibly racist. <laughs> Just a well-placed bleep. Yeah. Just when it's completely irrelevant. Yeah. But it's just, if I put a bleep here, Steve sounds terrible. <laughs> <laughs> and then just like a quick cut to something yeah. else. <laughs> yeah. So I might do that. Yeah. <laughs> I know that there's even more consequences than I thought there was going to be. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I bleep? <laughs> Why would I change subject like that? (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so yeah, I've been looking at what we've been missing over the past couple of weeks. 
it's a new thing that I think uh, pisses me off more than anything. And it, I think it generally kind of folds into my whole worldview is people just trying to be um, the extreme of the subtle emotion that they're feeling. So, like, if someone's, like, trying to pretend that they're really happy when they're actually just happy. They're all right. Yeah, yeah. but they want... They're so terrified of not being happy that they try to convince the whole world that they're really happy. <laughs> Maybe a better way to phrase it is... is so it's like news articles that say, like... Um, Oh yeah, there was this, uh, you know, Google is it Gogglebox? Yeah, there's a woman on there who um, I think tweeted um, like congratulations to the um, A level results kids or whatever, um, and like she said something along the lines of all you need is hard work and persistence and you can achieve, and the headline of the article was. Um, random Twitter user insults um, Gogglebox girl and gets destroyed. Oh, yeah. And it's just like, in, in, when you read it, he said, like, don't worry, you can, al- you can always follow this woman who got famous for watching TV on TV. Even <laughs> if you're brain dead, you'll, you can do fine. Yeah. And she replied by saying, oh, you know, actually, I've got 13 A-star to C-level GCSEs and a 2 on." Destroyed. Destroyed. <laughs> he was no longer in a single piece. His whole world was shattered. <laughs> so, well, don't boast about 13 A-star to see GCSEs and a 2-1. Like, they, they've become so watered down now yeah. that any I've got those and I'm not clever. <laughs> <laughs> Don't boast about that. <laughs> got a two-one. What, what's the new stupid degree? Lesbian dance theory. Yeah, <laughs> two-one in a in a in a terrible degree. Yeah. Like, why didn't you mention what degree you had? Because it's not right, fair enough. Yeah. And even then, it's like that's not like. Well, actually, if you look up my credentials, I'm actually more than qualified to watch TV on TV. <laughs> <laughs> You're completely missing the point. So yeah, it's. Oh, she destroyed him. Yeah. And there's so much of that where you just go, all she did was send a tweet. Like, don't, you don't have to make it into this huge, you don't have to try and make it change your day. Yeah. (laughs) It's just someone tweeted something. Yeah. But people just kind of just fade into this world where they want everything to be so Harry Potter magical (laughs) that something life changing happened today. And the fact that she tweeted this means that, you know, oh, it's like, well, just put, can you just live in some kind of perspective, please? (laughs) To be honest, I I think it's more of a marketing thing than anything. It's just, it's the same as clickbait. It's just, it's just that, just to get people to go on it. Because she hasn't written that. She hasn't gone like, I destroyed this person. It's the same as like, uh, I'll watch like Daily Wire videos. Mm. uh, And that's the, the Ben Shapiro thing. And every now and again, there'll be one that goes up there that's like, Ben Shapiro destroys this guy in a debate about blah, 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 blah. And I watch it, and I'm just like, they're both just expressing two yeah, sides yeah. to the argument. It's like, you're only saying that he's destroyed him because you agree with him. Yeah. And I completely agree. It's just stupid clickbait stuff. Yeah. But it works because people go there and are like, oh, this is... You know, it, it, either it should fade out eventually because then the term destroyed or whatever will just mean nothing. Yeah. But there is so, there are people who like take something really small yeah. 
and interpreted as something incredibly big yeah. because they want to be, they want to feel that level of success. <laughs> yeah, it's like saying you're like the most incredible financial year in history. And like what that means is you're able to now afford two bacon sandwiches on Christmas. <laughs> it's like, it's like, it's great. That's good. And it's good that you're acknowledging progress. Mm. But just it's, if you set the, it's not even setting the bar low. It's exaggerating the results massively. Yeah. And if you do that, then that somewhat dwindles the accomplishment that you get when you actually achieve something great. Yeah. But I, people do it with everything. People do it with, like, relationships and dating. Like, oh, this person's incredible. This person's really smart and really funny. Yeah. It's just, it's like, are you sure? <laughs> or are you just feeling that way and you just want to tell the world? <laughs> That's okay. Just it's fucking just, chill. It's just running out of words, I think. Like, we did it's it Running with, out of words. Well, we, d- we did it with fucking awesome... I say awesome all the time, mm. and if I went by what awesome truly means, nothing is awesome. Nothing yeah. that I've ever seen. Yeah, what is it? Um, Louis C.K. did a bit on genius. <laughs> like Genius used to mean that you had to invent a word or discover something that's never been discovered. Mm. And I was like, I brought a cup in case we needed another cup. <laughs> You're a genius. <laughs> yeah, we go top shelf without a description. Well, like that destroys thing. I remember when it used to be massive to say someone owned someone. Yeah, dude, like you, t- you owned him. Yeah, like, and now it's just like well, that. It doesn't. It's nothing. Yeah, and it's just slowly we're just introducing more words to this plethora of words that have lost all meaning, and soon we're just going to have nothing left to say. But it's just. But it's also just. As much as it's becoming less meaningful to some people, it's becoming more meaningful to others for the, the same reason. Like J.K. Rowling gets it a lot on Twitter. Like J.K. Rowling will send a tweet and the world will shake. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> and, and she's just tweeting something. And yeah, she just sends a tweet because she's read someone else's tweet. Yeah, and. People have drawn, oh, she's actually tweeting to this guy and in reference to this and J.K. Rowling is J.K. Rowling, so therefore, yes. It's like, well, it's yeah, it, it, it's just something I've noticed a lot happening recently where it's just like it's the, the clickbait is having a negative effect on the people that it draws in yeah. and not just a case of they're not clicking on it. Now their whole definition of existence is now defined in clickbait. Yeah. So, yeah, if you buy a donut and you eat the donut, you destroyed that donut. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, mate. But then you get articles like this, because the, the, the media's not all bad, right? I mean, you know, probably is, but... <laughs> Journalist missing, feared dead, after going in an inventor's submarine. Oh, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> yeah. I just I just remembered it today and I thought I should look into it cuz I'm pretty sure they found her headless somewhere. Yeah, they found a they found a body like next it, it was next to the submarine. It was it was something like floating or next to the, on the banks of a river in an estuary or some shit like that like headless. And um they said there'd been there'd been efforts to anchor it in some way <laughs> so it wouldn't float back up. The head? No, 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 the, the body. body. Oh, okay. I, don't, I don't know if they found the head. They did DNA testing on the body to find that it was... It's definitely a body. Yeah. <laughs> and bodies usually have heads. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it was something about um, this journalist, Kim Wall, 
um, went on a ride in an inventor's submarine. Is she Dutch or something? I think Swedish. Yeah. I think it's Swedish. Um, she disappeared after going on Peter Madsen's homemade seven-meter submarine, which sank. <laughs> Which you can make sense, right? <laughs> if a submarine doesn't sink, it's an aeroplane. Slow down, do you want to get in this mental guy's submarine? <laughs> <Yeah>. No. <laughs> it's 17 metres long. Oh, okay. Um, uh, yeah, the submarine sank, which I'm assuming it means it leaked. Because submarines are meant to sink, right? So it's like, if submarines sink, you then have to save the submarine. It's like, that's what submarines are meant to do. Yeah. Right? So Madsen was rescued by the Navy, but Danish police have didn't find any trace of the Swedish journalist, despite having searched the wreck over the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> Two days, they looked. She's not inside this submarine. <laughs> so it's, it's like, it's a confined space. Of which there is, like, pretty much no escape. <laughs> and you go to the bottom of the ocean, or wherever, where there is nobody else, and he just comes back on his own. And they're like, where is she? <laughs> I don't know. Just... I, don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I dropped her off. Yeah. I dropped her off back um, back in Copenhagen. Yeah. Did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Her. With her head and everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, she definitely had a head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she didn't lose her head on this decapitation submarine. No. <laughs> what do you think I am? Man. <laughs> I made a submarine. <laughs> <Yeah>. Why? <laughs> well, you know, it gets me from A to Z. Yeah. <laughs> which is which is definitely a sign. I mean, what they say that the ocean floor still hasn't been explored. Yeah, so we so know like, more about space than we know about the ocean or something like which that. Which is a bit stupid, isn't it? I don't believe that at all. No? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, isn't space infinitely expanding? Yeah. Is the ocean as well? But we can but we can visibly see more of space. If and we can visibly see infinitely. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, it's kind of a stupid thing to say anyway because space is just massive. So I could just look at, like, that section there, and that's bigger than all of the planet's oceans. So then yeah. I could be like, I know more about space than I do about <laughs> I the I know more area of space yeah. than area of... Like, okay. Yeah. But do you know? Like, is, is it just... You don't know these things about space. They've just guessed. <laughs> <laughs> not, don't be arrogant about the whole thing. Well, that planet is definitely called Mars. It might not be called Mars. Don't assume the pronoun yeah. of a planet. <laughs> what do you know about the... Like, oh, we know. We know. We had the arrogance to tell Pluto it didn't exist. <laughs> you're not a real planet. No, you're not. I'm taking you off the planet table. Oh, <laughs> Now you have to, you don't get as many government benefits because <laughs> you're not disabled. No, it is disabled because it's not a planet. If you're not a planet, you're disabled. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's the deal. Um, so, that's what they told Stephen Hawking. You're not a planet. <laughs> oh, oh, no, I'm disabled. <laughs> that's it. I'm looking into black holes. Yeah. Stephen Hawking. <laughs> How would you, um, well, your, your 30th is coming up, isn't it? Yeah, a couple of weeks. Um and how you're you're celebrating it with a, like a house party campfire kind of thing? Yeah, burn everything. Yeah, this guy. 
right? Right. <laughs> this guy played the violin um, while skydiving naked. So Oof. you're not as good as him. No, no, <laughs> no, that's true. <laughs> um, this Australian uh, musician set himself a challenge for his 30th birthday. He wanted to go skydiving, wearing nothing except a harness and play a couple of violin pieces on the way down. <laughs> That's a slow Sunday when you're like, what should I do? <laughs> okay, naked skydiving it is. Yeah. Which is probably better than normal skydiving. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, streaking is more fun than running. Right. So skydiving streak is more fun than not skydiving streaking. I'm not sure streaking is more fun than running. Have you streaked? Streaked? No, no, that's the point. That's I've, point. I used to, I used to, I used to exercise. I said that really quickly, like I was trying to cover something up. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> um, yeah, I used to um, like jog, and uh, then I started jogging topless, and it was just immensely better. Right, but that's different to streaking. Yeah, but it's better than wearing. A <laughs> so you can only assume. Yeah, it's, like, it's, take a, more. It's, a, it's a logical formula, isn't? It? Yeah, like running with t-shirt is. Worse than running without t-shirt, so therefore, <laughs> running without clothes is better than running with clothes. Um, maybe, uh, maybe it's just if you're a violinist. Maybe <laughs> violinists yeah. have got so much practice of putting their chin <laughs> on things. Yeah, um, yeah. He took a fifty-dollar um, violin. Why take something big? Because you might die. I guess <laughs> <laughs> uh, a bow and nothing else. Um, he played happy birthday to himself during freefall. <laughs> Some people want to be surrounded by friends and family. <laughs> Others just want to... Leave me alone. <laughs> happy birthday to me. Um... Yeah, and he played a bunch of other stuff. But he said, uh, when the parachute opened, I could just be free to play the violin. Oh, he played after it opened? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, zooming towards the... Quick for yeah. <laughs> Before you can pull the parachute. Yeah, otherwise you've wasted your 30th. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's getting pretty close. Yeah. Uh, how does it go again? <laughs> oh no. I've forgotten how happy birthday goes. Yeah. Well, how did you spend your 30th? Well, I, I died. Uh, <laughs> impaled on a violin. So. <laughs> Um, but I like that he said he could when, when the parachute opened he could just be free to play the violin like you're free to play the violin anyway you could have done it in your flat <laughs> you don't have to do it whilst nearly dying no don't have to do it on fire no. you can just do it in the street if you want and he was naked yeah so well you can't play it naked in the street I mean that's that's, that's no, against the no, law that's true but you, you could do just... it in the sky <laughs> well, at what point at what height does it become like indecent exposure it's got to be a point where you're visible right? and i'm offended yeah <laughs> because if you're a thousand feet in the air people can't really make anything out like you're just yeah. a thing in the air you're they probably just, just a shadow you can't just really hear a panicked happy birthday <laughs> yeah. Yeah. but yeah there must come a point where well it's like airspace isn't it because like planes have airspace Right. Like where 
It's basically countries in the sky where, like, you can't go outside of this area. So there must be, like, a amount of air above the ground right. where laws stop. <laughs> stop. <laughs> so you can murder people as long as you then live in the sky. <laughs> well, like, you, look, you can go like, outside into sea, national waters or something. Well, you can't kill people out there, really. Well, I, if you've got a submarine. <laughs> <laughs> and a hacksaw. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I was in outside international waters. I mean, yeah. What can yeah. you do? I'm quirky. I thought there were no laws. Yeah. Yeah, so there must be laws. Like, I mean, there's no laws in space. I suppose. What are they going to do? You can't get a speeding ticket in space. Yeah, no, they're not like yeah. they're not going to fuck it. Like, James Hatfield ain't going to sue you for downloading a Metallica album when you're in if you're on the fucking space station. It'd be really petty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, copyright is copyright. I mean, who cares if you're fucking... Been in space stealing stuff. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I mean, if you want to celebrate your 30th properly, learn to play the violin. Jump out of a plane. <laughs> learn on the way down. That'd be more interesting. <laughs> like some weird game of Saw. Yeah. <laughs> like to play a game. It's got to learn the violin. All right. Fair enough. It's not that bad. Um, Burger King are revolving. They've got their own currency. Okay. Not what I thought you were going to say. But. In Russia, they're creating a cryptocurrency mm. called the Whopper Coin, where it's just vouchers for Burger King, but it's basically Bitcoin for burgers. <laughs> And um, they can turn off the system whenever they want. Oh. So that's good. Well, that's... So why <laughs> would you invest? in a currency that disappears at the yeah. drop of a hat. Well, you know, I, I started off... I made millions on the burger market. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get... Um, you can buy one Whopper with virtual cash once you have 1,700 Whopper coins, which you get... One coin for every penny spent, pretty much. Right. So it's like nectar points, but with yeah. burgers. Yeah, but with the king of burgers. Yeah. Like It's like you get tax relief from, instead of, yeah, like 1% of every burger you buy, or pound you spend, you get a 1,700th of a burger. <laughs> <laughs> how many people are... How, how many people are going to Burger King... To be able to kind of heavily invest in this. Mm. The only way to do it is to buy burgers. Then, yeah. But it's just, I don't think the I don't think they'll be teaching it in any financial universities. No. Be like, if you, you know, this is where the big money is. But, but the whole internet currency thing is really weird. Like, they keep on saying there's like, derricks for bitcoins. Derricks? Which is just, yeah. Like, they're digging for bitcoin online. <laughs> There's some system involved. It's the way it's going to go eventually. It just seems really weird that it's just like if you get people have dedicated machines that are doing something that is finding and earning Bitcoin gold. Oh, right. Okay. Which is you just need to like buy server farms and all these kind of things <laughs> for an invisible currency. And it's just like, it's the way. It's, everything's going to go that way eventually anyway. Yeah, there is, I think that we are kind of leading to a universal currency. That's what they were trying to do with the euro, I think. Yeah. In a way. They just stopped at Greece. Yeah. Well, they didn't stop at Greece. That was the problem. But was, it, was, was there a guy that invested in Bitcoin when it first started? 
and they completely forgot about it. He spent like <laughs> 20 quid on it. And then, yeah, he completely forgot about it because he was just like, well, I've just, I bought a couple of things yeah. and it was pretty much worthless. So I just left it where it was. And then he came back to it five years later and his like 15 quid that he had left was worth 250 grand. Yeah, yeah, there's a few stories like that. Where it's just like a computer is just running software and yeah. it's just debugging or finding something. Yeah. It's just earning people money. But yeah, if you get into it now, like, it's going to be slow and whatever, and then you are investing in a currency that might not exist yeah. like, in the future. Yeah. And it got a load of problems and stuff. But Burger King's jumping on that train. So. Good stuff. <laughs> Good stuff. So one day the Whopper is going to be worth, like, millions. Yeah. I, read, I watched a video the other day. pay for everything in burgers. <laughs> <laughs> I watched a video the other day that there's a, there's a system of measuring the world's currency by the value of the, uh, the Big Mac. <laughs> the value of it, yeah, so like the price. Yeah, well, it's called the it's called the Big Mac Index, and it's like the it's the it's the cost of the it's it's how much Big Mac you get in every country per dollar. Okay, so like in like Kenya, you'll get like seventy Big Macs per dollar, whereas right. in the states okay. you'll get like a quarter of a Big Mac. And the, the, there's 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 a load of companies in the US that use this system to measure the value of the dollar. <laughs> Well, it's basically what it is, right? It's basically like comparatively to one dollar, how much can one dollar get you? Yeah. So America, like one dollar can get you one dollar. <laughs> yeah, but it's just a really, it's a very American way of doing it with Big Macs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We will send you 20 million Big Macs in aid relief. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? About five quid. Like <laughs> yeah. Lots of weird sauce. Yeah, in your country, not much. <laughs> Deal with it. They brought um, back Szechuan sauce, didn't they? They put what? They brought back Szechuan sauce. Yeah, yeah. After Rick, Rick and, and Morty. Yeah, <laughs> it's good. It shows how good cult, how what a good cult can <clears throat> yeah. do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then someone was doing like, ex- there's, there's a thing I was watching on like what Szechuan sauce was and a guy tried to kind of recreate it and was just like, well, it tastes like kind of a mixture of these things, but in actuality, it's probably these two things and it was just like uh, ketchup and burger sauce like yeah. just a mixture of two things that they already had yeah. and they just they were just like well, we can make that again <laughs> we've got loads of expired yeah burger everyone, sauce. everyone's fucking mental about it now for some reason at the time they thought it tasted like shit but like now this weird drunk guy thinks it's amazing so <laughs> me time traveled his mind yeah Let's do that um, there are there are moments on the podcast where you do start to think um are we having an effect on the outside world? No. There is. Is there? Yeah. There is a feeling <laughs> of that, um, which I'll, I'll sum up in this. I think that says more about you than anything else, really. <laughs> <laughs> well, you feel like you're, having, you're definitely having an effect on the world. Where, you know, like you kind of, if you think about something and then it happens. <laughs> I think I'm having an effect on my friends, maybe. Because oh, the, they're all the, like, the, just, don't, don't say that. Just the, uni- <laughs> just the universe. Well, this story is... Um, as in, uh, a jury has ordered Johnson and Johnson <laughs> to pay four hundred seventeen million dollars to a woman who claimed she developed ovarian cancer after using the company's talc-based products, such as Johnson and Johnson's baby powder for feminine hygiene. Well, so it's Johnson for... and Johnson, no more ovarian cancer. <laughs> It's for babies. (laughs) (laughs) 
Let the stop hogging all the cancer. Give the cancer say to the Johnson babies. and Johnson for fully grown women. <laughs> yeah, it might give you cancer. Well, it's, babies, femi- it's, it's baby powder for feminine hygiene. So I'm assuming it's the same. Well, like- that's a mixed message. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't judge babies' hygiene. <laughs> You're a baby. You shit yourself. <laughs> don't put powder on. <laughs> Deal with it. Accept who you are. Um, the verdict in favour of California resident Eva Echeverria was the largest in lawsuits alleging Johnson & Johnson failing to warn customers adequately about the cancer risk of its talcum powders. <laughs> Uh, yeah, got to pay $347 million in punitive damages. To so this one person? Yeah, and there's also another, like, 5,000 similar claims. And so they've proven that it causes cancer. Well, Judge Judge has replied by saying, we will appeal today's verdict because we're guided by science, which supports the safety of Johnson's baby powder. And the lawyers have countered that studies and federal agencies have not found that talcum powder products are carcinogenic, which is like causes cancer. So well, this makes no sense then. So the judge has just said, I believe you give them $400 million now. But everyone else is like, this with the tests, like they don't say anything. Like it doesn't cause cancer. No, but I judge- don't care. Bang. The judge was like, well, Johnston Johnson, they do no more bukkake. I mean, <laughs> I heard some people talking about that product. That's a, you sound like an evil organisation. <laughs> and over like nearly $500 million. Yeah, never trust a man with two first names. <laughs> <laughs> They're the same. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, I'm Dave Dave. <laughs> Johnson <and> Johnson. <laughs> causing ovarian, no more tears. <laughs> Plenty of tears. Yeah. Cancer's quite tearful. Yeah. Some people, unless it's like ocular cancer, tear duct cancer. How horrible <laughs> would that be? <laughs> you can't even grieve your own demise if you can't. Like, well, you can, but everyone thinks you're faking it. You cry, <laughs> but there's no tears. <laughs> Bollock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're not really sad. <laughs> Pretty harsh. Um, are you a Terry Pratchett fan? Ah, I read this. Yeah, yeah, yeah I am now. I mean, yeah. I was before, but I definitely am. <laughs> yeah. well, like basically, Terry Pratchett died years ago, and one of his wishes in his will, or something like that, was for all of his unfinished work to be crushed by a steamroller. Yeah, and there's two sides of this where you kind of go like, eh, "Stop telling people what to do when you're dead," but there's also like. I mean, they're still releasing, like, albums from dead singers. Yeah. Like, Michael Jackson, I think, is, is, was, like, they're going through his library and yeah. trying to release songs. It's like, just leave him alone. He's dead. Yeah. Like, grave robbing's <clears throat> always been frowned upon. <laughs> like, don't run into his vault and yeah. just be like, I think he would have sang this song like this. <laughs> or I think he would have put a melody in here. Instead of like getting like old demo tapes and stuff like that, he didn't release it for a reason. Yeah. So yeah. I get that, like, if you're a creative person and you die, you kind of be like, if I haven't finished it, just remove it. I'm not going to pick it up again in a couple of years. No. Just destroy it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but so it's crushed by Steamroller, right? Yeah. Um, and it was just a hard drive. But I want to know now that everything's kind of being stored in the cloud, <laughs> how are they going to get a Steamroller up there? And what are they going to be the effects? I mean, there's already been one storm 
Like, if you steamroll the cloud, <laughs> it's going to rain quite a bit, right? Um, I would theorise that Terry Pratchett um, uh, masterminded global warming to solve this problem. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, if the world's on the back of a turtle, I mean, yeah. everything's fine. <laughs> yeah. It's not a world, it's a disc. <laughs> okay, it's a disc world. Fine, fair enough. Um, the steamroller that crushed it was called Lord Jericho. Um, and rolled over the hard drive several times, but couldn't destroy the hard drive. Yeah, yeah. It's indestructible. <laughs> so they um, finished it off with a concrete crusher. <laughs> Which I don't know whether that was a clause in his will. If it doesn't work with the steamroller, get in David the Crusher. If Jericho the steamroller doesn't work. I think, I, th- I think it's fair. I think you have a right to say what happens with your stuff. Like, you yeah, want to like, give it to it, people. To, it, how, what extent, I guess, how far does it go? Because, like, you could be like, my classic collection of olives needs to be eaten by the first man <laughs> you see on the street on a Wednesday morning. <laughs> You'd be like, well, no, it's, it's your stuff. But, yeah, as soon as it requires loads of effort to be... There must be a certain amount of effort where it goes, like, this is too much effort. Maybe, but it was his assistant that did this, and you could argue that his assistant was paid to do it. By his corpse. By, but, but no, not by the corpse, but like but pre his death. Like I'm it, investing in you. It could, yeah. I'm paying you well so that after I die, you can yeah, buy could, a steamroll. It could have been, could have been a clause. Like, <laughs> a clause in his, in his employment contract that like when I die, you'll be responsible for this. And, but, but you'll, and, and if you do it, or if you promise to do it, your wage will be this. If you don't want to do it, then your wage will be lower. Yeah, but like, okay, I'll, I will do it. Yeah. And then when you're dead, yeah. oh no, I didn't do it. <laughs> it depends what you want to do. I mean, what is it? Um, uh, a famous writer that got his ashes blasted out of a cannon. Yeah. Um, yeah, wrote, um, we're in bad country. Yeah, fucking sin that I'm not remembering his name. But, um, uh, yeah, I know what you mean. Uh, Hunter S. Thompson. Hunter S. Thompson, there you But go. I would argue that... I would, I would I would say that um, uh, I, d- I don't know I think it I think it's different with your with your body with your ashes because really your funeral is not for you at all it's well, for other people always whereas dread- your stuff is your stuff well, right kind well, kind of I guess well because I've always wanted when I die to be catapulted into rush hour traffic <laughs> just because I think that would be. That would be my perfect send off. <laughs> I mean, you I need might to, kill some people. You need to gain in the a process. fuckload of weight in the last ten years of your life, like loads. <laughs> just, <laughs> just cat. I, I like the idea of being catapulted. I don't know why. That just seems like to be the best way to go. What Eddie Izzard says, twang, twang him, him into, into a, a tree. tree. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's where he just grew. And then it's like I just think it'd be great if people are really angry about rush hour traffic, and then suddenly like this corpse falls from the sky. <laughs> Yeah, it breaks up the monotony of traffic. You know? Yeah. Um, so, but I can't expect anybody to do that. No. But one, no. it's very illegal, very dangerous. Mm. But it's my last wishes. I mean, come on. <laughs> so then you go. All right, I'll just catapult my DVD collection into rush hour traffic. Yeah. <laughs> Be like, oh no, you can't do that because airspace is illegal. Thousand <laughs> feet, whatever. So yeah, I, I like the idea that he's kind of like destroyed his archive because he doesn't want people fucking with it i think that's fair yeah i think that's fair but i think yeah i think it's also i also think there's something a little bit weird about uh how much 
you're asking of people to do things when you die. I think that, like, people would have thought that of of him anyway, just because he was, like, an eccentric dude. Just yeah, if, if you go... Do it in a way that'll make people laugh. If you go on holiday because and you just, forget your toothbrush, that's yeah. annoying. Yeah. If you die, if your friend dies, and then you find out you've got to hire a steamroller... <laughs> <laughs> move his computer to the steamroller. Yeah. All these kids like, oh, for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> well, he died two years ago. So much more So work. if he's been organising it since then, yeah. then it's a bit of a ball. Like, it's taken two years to get someone to take him seriously. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, just but fair the, enough, but... He could have just been like, just, um, j- just bury me with it. A lot of people have done that, like, bury me with this or that or whatever. Yeah. But then, I guess technically someone could dig it up or... But just throw it in the incinerator if he's going. If, if Bury he's me burnt. with my submarine. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, mate, I, I, I don't know. I, I wonder if it's more of a send off for his work by destroying it. By by destroying it, kind of in a in a overly eccentric way. Yeah, yeah. I think like the people that like his books and that liked him and everything like that would appreciate the way that it was done. Maybe, yeah. But then he did have Alzheimer's. Like, <laughs> maybe he might he was not just have been serious. <laughs> yeah. he might have been like joking, yeah, or just said something random, yeah. And now it's ruined. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it's taken him two years to figure out if he was serious or not. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's been lots of rain in America. Um, yeah, and yeah, Hurricane Harvey. <laughs> I still find it weird that they name their disasters. Well, we started doing it now. Do we have many disasters? When was the last disaster? we have none. We had, like, Hurricane Dave or something (laughs) like that, and he just kind of, like... Hurricane Passive. Yeah, he just blew over a chimney. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no, my chimney. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, Hurricane Harvey is uh, getting a lot of attention at the moment, and I showed you a picture the other day. Yeah. where a runaway dog has become an unlikely symbol of Texan resilience in the face of the devastating Hurricane Harvey. I don't think it is, but they'd just like to say that, but fair enough. A German shepherd mix called Otis was snapped making his way up street in Sinton, Texas, over the weekend with a huge bag of dog food in his mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But it turns out that the hound had escaped the care of a 65-year-old, Salvador Segovia, who'd been looking after him for his grandson, Carter. The five-year-old dog fled the city to escape the floodwaters. However, it seems... Oh, hang on. No, the five-year-old was his grandson. Oh. Ran away to escape <laughs> the flood. Um, but the loyal pet was determined to find his owner. But what I like... Because I thought it was like a dog just in a flood, chaos, sees a bag of dog food. And it's like, yeah. all right, I'm getting this. Apparently not. Mr. Sergovia discovered Otis had taken his leave on Friday night and then found his big bag of dog food was also missing. <laughs> so the dog had the presence of mind to be like, fuck this shit. I'm out of here. Yeah. What do I need? I've I'm going to be ball. a while. I've got my bag. It's <laughs> a big, massive bag of dog food. He's dragging it out of the house. He knew he was going on a journey. Yeah. <laughs> He didn't just find something on the floor and pick it up. He was like, fuck off. I'm or he's out. really sentimental and he saved the food before he saved his owner. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mr. Segovia added that Otis was already something of a local celebrity. 
Otis can go to Dairy Queen and get a burger. <laughs> and he's the only dog allowed to lie down in front of the courthouse. <laughs> what? Dogs aren't allowed to lie down in front of the courthouse. Not oh. in Texas. <laughs> and only this one dog <laughs> who's got who's got loads of whopper coins. Yeah. <laughs> Ridiculously wealthy corrupt dog. <laughs> owns the courthouse. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, when asked to comment, uh, the grandfather said, he's not a stray, he's a good boy. <laughs> Can they not be both? <laughs> no. <laughs> there are no good homeless people. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just one awesome dog, because apparently it knows how to order a burger. <laughs> And it and it was like I'm going travelling. I don't know more than this Dairy Queen, so I'll take my own food as well as my big wad of Whopper coins. And uh, no, I've been uh, collecting from all the burgers that I'm allowed to buy. <laughs> Got my Whopper coin bling. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking uh, going around. There was um, there was a thing with the. Uh, some supermarket, I think it was just a fucking Walmart in Houston, um, they've sold all of their coolers, because I guess people are selling, uh, are keeping their food and their beer and stuff in it and fucking off, except the ones that have Dallas Cowboys symbols on them, because <laughs> the people in Houston are so serious about their sports team that they'll <laughs> die for it. <laughs> I mean, they're both Texas teams. Uh, yeah, but, but you'd this think this Houston, would be a time of yeah, it should be a time of unity, <laughs> rivalries, I guess. Yeah, no, I've never gotten the whole sports rivalry thing, but I've never had a sports team really. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I mean, but even even like American sports rivalries aren't like real sports rivalries in American football that I've seen anyway. No, like I said, I think the grudge match that I went to. Like, they were scared, and three people got punched. It was like, <laughs> okay, that's like the heart, that's like a really strong grudge match. Yeah. All right, whatever, if that's, all right, I'm not going to buy your cooler. <laughs> okay, fair enough. It's, it's, I've, been, I've been around Stoke when Birmingham City come to play, and they close the streets, because, <laughs> like, the, otherwise everyone riots and kicks off, and everything gets destroyed. Oh, no, we can't riot now. The street's closed. Yeah. <laughs> we can't break into the street. <laughs> that would be dis- that'd be discourteous. Yeah. <laughs> the street's closed. Yeah. Closed at seven. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, loads of people have... Uh, that's like the whole big thing is the Houston floods, which have come... The Houston storm, which has come back. Hurricane Harvey left and then it's came come back. back. Yeah. Yeah, no, really, fuck this place. <laughs> <laughs> it just left. It just, oh, yeah, oh, I forgot something. Let's come back and fuck over some more people. But um, the interesting, the, the funniest thing I saw, I think, was... Because uh, people have been comparing Donald Trump to previous presidents all the time. Right. And um, in the wake of this disaster, they sh- they shared um, like a tweet that Barack Obama did in a disaster... Um, which is like an eloquent paragraph of yeah, he was everyone a else. Speaker. And, and Donald Trump just retweeted inspirational quotes. <laughs> <laughs> which, 
you know, he's a busy guy. He hasn't got time to be writing all these things. Just retweet right, something that works. He's got time to write every other bit of bollocks that <laughs> Just retweet something inspirational. <laughs> Covfefe, Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, people are, I mean, people are criticising everything, but they're criticising his wife's shoes <laughs> during a flood. <laughs> Well, she's wearing the wrong shoes. I mean, he doesn't go with that outfit or that floating corpse. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Definitely doesn't go with that Dallas Cowboys fucking float freezer floating down the river. Oh, God. I saw a bloke fishing in his front room. That was pretty decent. <laughs> oh, yeah. Aggressively fishing as yeah. well. Yeah, it's like jumping after the fish. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, it was like, are you going to eat that, or you you just, just don't want fish in your flooded trying to house? Shoo it out of your house. It's like <laughs> it's, it's not damaging anything. Your house is already fucked. <laughs> yeah, it's just a fish. Live with the fish. You'll be fine. Yeah. Um. I I, I read this and I got a bit of deja vu because I think I covered something like this not long ago. Um. Although. different location Mm. Uh, a zoo employee killed while attempting to rape an alligator (laughs) that's an epidemic (laughs) Uh, according to Captain Henry White spokesperson of the Naples Police Department of a zoo he's a policeman (laughs) (laughs) I'm the captain of the zoo captain (laughs) well (laughs) we're departing soon Pull up the anchors of the zoo. Yeah, all right, Noah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the captain of this zoo? Pull over. <laughs> what is it they say with the parlay? <laughs> <laughs> Can zoo talk? Twenty-four-year-old <laughs> uh, Jimmy Olsen. Who uh, who is the the the, the incident? Who's the name of the reporter in Superman? But I digress. Um, <laughs> was engaged in full sexual intercourse with one of the younger reptiles when he was surprised by one of the larger animals, which attacked him from behind. Uh, the young man was caught by the throat by the alligator, who dragged him underwater and drowned him. Um, <laughs> the uh, the police captain said uh, the images captured by the security cameras show that Mr. Olsen had clearly placed himself in a quote very vulnerable position uh, Captain White told reporters uh, he had his pants around his knees and was lying down on top of one of the animals with his back to the others the poor guy didn't stand a chance uh, he kept his trousers on no pants around his ankles oh, yeah. I suppose yeah but like, you want a bit of mobility yeah you like, need to you want <laughs> you're fucking an alligator <laughs> yeah. like you don't want to have to waddle away to safety yeah. Take them off. You've already committed to this. I don't think if you're in the middle of fucking an alligator, you could pull your trousers up and be like, oh, I don't know what's going on. No. No. Try and bluff. No, just take them off so you can at least run away. Yeah. Yeah. And he didn't single them out either. Didn't, like, take them into a separate enclosure. No. Just like, no, I'm just fucking you in front of your parents. Yeah. And they'll be fine (laughs) with it. Because they don't love you. They're reptiles. (laughs) Um, we can see him being dragged into the water and then he disappears from sight. He was probably dead within 30 seconds of the attack. Uh, Jimmy Olsen had been working with the reptiles at Naples Zoo for the last two years and was considered a reptile specialist. In that he was. Yeah. <laughs> he definitely had a specialist interest in alligators. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, he was killed by a 24-foot-long male alligator named Brutus. Um, while <laughs> he was too Brutus. <laughs> <laughs> First you betray Caesar, and then you betray me. Yeah, and then you ate Jimmy. <laughs> In fairness, he was fucking my son. <laughs> Jimmy Caesar. Yeah. Hey. Uh, uh, named Brutus, while he was engaged in sexual intercourse with one of the smaller specimens. Although Mr. Olson's... Although Mr. Olson's is the first zoo worker to die... Uh, while having sexual intercourse with an animal, he's not the first one to be implicated in an incident implicating bestiality. Uh, in 2002, three, employer, three employees of the Columbus Zoo were condemned after it was revealed that the zookeepers allowed people into the zoo after business hours for the purpose of copulating with the animals. So copulating. They, so they hosted animal sex parties at the zoo. Nah, it's just the problem with going into international waters as the captain of a zoo ship. <laughs> yes, there, are, there is no law on bestiality in the ocean. To be fair, Copulation. if you're in the ocean and you manage to fuck the shark, I'm impressed. <laughs> yeah. It's um, weird for people to work at zoos because like, you get the impression that they were vets. They wanted to be vets, but they couldn't be vets. Yeah. Or they wanted to be the worst kind of janitor. Like, yeah. I'm not happy with cleaning human toilets. I want to clean elephant shit. Like. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well, it's just people who, who didn't want to take the leap and go somewhere where the animals actually exist. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, I want to look after elephants or something, or giraffes or whatever, that's my dream. But, but I also want to get the most out of my view cinema card. Yeah. I, can't, I don't <laughs> want to be more than 25 minutes from a Londis. Yeah. <laughs> But like, I've got a friend who's gone over to Africa and she's got no experience in animals or anything like that and she's learning to be a gamekeeper. You mm. can just go over there and do it. Yeah, you just live on site and they just fucking tell you what to do. Yeah. Looks... You listen to fucking lions talking to each other in the darkness. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Probably made a good decision. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I never actually thought about the smell. Like, when you're watching nature documentaries and shit, like, I had friends that went on safari for their honeymoon and they're like they passed uh, a leopard or some a couple of big cats or something eating a zebra, and it was like mm. a fresh kill, and it was just like it reeked, like mm. it absolutely stank. And I was like, well, yeah, I guess. I mean, they've, they've torn open its intestines, and it's just feces and shit everywhere. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. You don't really, th- you don't, you don't see. I think like the BBC kind of romanticizes that aspect of <laughs> vomiting a zebra. The, <laughs> yeah, vomit is. The inside of your stomach, so yeah. if they're eating through that. Then yeah, I guess. so it just reeks. But I guess you always assume like rotting corpses are meant to be the, the smelly ones. Well, leopards which, are the ones that yeah, do that. Yes. They'll drag a dead animal up a tree and just leave it there because they can eat the rotten <laughs> meat, and so they'll just leave it there until every other animal's just like fuck that, <laughs> and then they can just eat it to themselves, which is fair. Also, chimpanzees hunt monkeys. I didn't know that. They took the rip off their faces. What? I didn't know they... I thought they just sat and ate berries and shit. I didn't know that... <laughs> I didn't know that they ate monkeys as... I I, I, I get that they they would pro- potentially kill other animals as a mm. defensive manoeuvre. I didn't know they... they Like, as a pack, hunted monkeys through cheese and ripped them in, into pieces yeah. and shared them amongst each other. They do that with other chimpanzees as well. They're it's fucking insane. fucking mental. I thought they'd rip off your face and what? eat your face. Yeah, I get that. I thought that was a defensive thing. I didn't... 
I didn't think it was a dietary thing. I didn't think. <laughs> I didn't think it was a hobby. For some reason, I had I have in my head that like they're all kind of like related in such a way that them eating a monkey is like me eating a baby. Right. Yeah. I, I, I guess you, I just don't. I don't. I didn't. I didn't really recognize it as something that was possible. Well, I think the eating part is just like a bonus. <laughs> like it's more like territorial like yeah if once a chimpanzee the pack like grows to a certain size i think like they split off like right. the, some of the females like go with something groups. yeah and then they start competing with each other and then if one group gets too big and you know becomes territorial then they go on raids yeah and it's so it's fucking surreal but <laughs> yeah like it's just the same as like a group of humans living near another group of humans yeah like after a while you're like fuck those guys <laughs> <laughs> let's eat their face <laughs> yeah but yeah there's, as a humiliation thing they fucking rip off your face as like a an, an intimidation thing yeah. to other animals and rip off the genitals so that you can't recreate and then part of the humiliation as well is just eating them it's just, <laughs> it's, just it's pretty fucking uh, they're not as cut that's why like so many people like, I know um, who've done like TV work with chimps are like yeah. don't put it near me yeah. <laughs> it's fine yeah I know it's fine but um, don't put it near yeah. me <laughs> I never had the monkey obsession a lot of people were like oh it'd be really cool to have a monkey I was like nah I'll have a dog I'm quite happy with that I, I'm not really interested in having a monkey yeah, I guess, I think I guess monkeys are more expressive. They just fuck shit well, it up. Depends what monkeys like. Small monkeys are never really got, but like I always wanted a gorilla. I just thought a gorilla would be <laughs> a really a great mate. flatmate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just be like really cool to hang around with a gorilla. Yeah, just like chilling out, and then they get really pissed off when they see the news or something. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's different though. Like you want it as like as a, as a mate. You yeah. don't want it as like a, a friend. Oh, oh friend, isn't it friend. so fluffy? Oh, yeah, yeah, you don't want it like that. <laughs> Like, yeah, I, yeah. I never got that side of monkeys. I guess monkeys might remind people of babies or something. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I never really got the whole maternal side of pets. I don't know. I get, I get the, the cute maternal thing. side. Like, I, don't, I don't get the cute thing. I get, like, I get the looking after something, but I've always, yeah, I've always just seen it as a fucking friendship more than anything. Yeah. As opposed to like, oh, we're going to dress it up. It's like, oh, no, nah, you're right. No, yeah. Chill out. Yeah, I suppose. And yeah, with a gorilla, that kind of makes sense. <laughs> Don't dress up a gorilla. Yeah, if he can dress himself, fair play. Yeah. I'm not <laughs> going to tell you who you, you are, want. gorilla. Yeah, yeah, you express yourself however you need. Yeah. Um, right. Uh, those experiencing blurred or impaired vision after watching the solar eclipse may want to see an eye doctor. Uh, <laughs> nurse practitioner Trish Patterson told our sister station KRCR, it usually takes 24 hours before people start noticing symptoms including visual defects and blurriness pain is not experienced because there aren't uh, any pain receptors in the retina which i didn't know mm. uh, so far she said they haven't had any patients with damage from looking at the eclipse but they've had a few customers experience pain after they put sunscreen in their eyes <laughs> <laughs> well i've got to protect from uv you know? Come on. <laughs> because they didn't have protective glasses <laughs> to just put I'll just put factor 50 yeah be in my eyes <laughs> if you can still see after that well done <laughs> but it's, it's oh, people are so fucking stupid oh uh, man oh, on, the, on the eclipse thing it was a rapper apparently an up and coming rapper um, who was tweeting about how 
stupid it was that he was that people were being told not to look at the eclipse, and he was like, "I'm gonna look at the eclipse. Go fuck <laughs> yourself. Fuck everybody, right?" And um, he said, and then he tweeted live. I just looked at the eclipse. I'm feeling fine. Like it's all complete bollocks. And then the next day. <laughs> He was like, I've got to cancel the next four days, four gigs I'm doing due to unforeseen circumstances. <laughs> unforeseen. Yeah. And he's got to wear these like stupid sunglasses. <laughs> Which is the best way to learn, right? You just be like, all right, yeah, just do it then. <laughs> The whole world is telling you don't look directly at the sun. And he was saying, like, I've looked directly at the sun loads of times before and I've been fine. <laughs> All right. Just do it then. If, you, if that's your rebellion, <laughs> if that's your fuck the system, then oh, go for God. it. That's what you want to do. <laughs> it had to be a rapper as well. <laughs> <laughs> Up and coming rapper. Yeah. Now he can't read. Prodigy. <laughs> Just like the, like you probably got to learn, like, yeah, man, fuck those guys, fuck everything. And then, like, hang on, you've cancelled your gigs. <laughs> that means we can't see you. <laughs> and he's, how, should you cancel a gig if you're blind? You're a rapper. Like, just sing. Just carry on. I think maybe it's... David Grohl rocked out with a broken leg. Yeah. <laughs> just fucking... I, if you can't see. Yeah. Maybe it's... I, I maybe think... he can't remember his own lyrics. <laughs> It's it's probably more of like an image thing if you've got to wear stupid sunglasses. But you could just pretend you're starting a trend. <laughs> you can just which cover, you technically yeah, are now because there's thousands of other fucking morons <laughs> wearing them as well. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. All your fans are blind because <laughs> you've just told them it's fine. <laughs> you'd all be wearing the same thing. You'd all have this. You'd all have a thing together. Yeah. <laughs> Starting the revolution, <laughs> uh, which is another weird way of trying to um, fucking single yourself out as something who's somebody who's different, somebody who goes against the grain. Yeah, <laughs> and his name was Joey Badass <laughs> <laughs> with dollar signs for S's. Oh God. <laughs> Hey, Joey, don't look at the sun. <laughs> <laughs> I've looked it up now. Right, so the main quote is, his tweet was, am I crazy for watching the eclipse today with no glasses? <laughs> no, you're fucking stupid, though. <laughs> then he said, I've sun-gazed before and afterwards saw sun colours. Sun-gazed? <laughs> like, it's just a thing. Oh, we went out sun-gazing. <laughs> He sung days before, and afterwards I saw colours for a whole day. I didn't <laughs> die, though. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> um, he continued, This ain't the first solar eclipse, and I'm pretty sure our ancestors ain't have no fancy eyewear, and pretty sure they ain't all gone blind. <laughs> They're dead. <laughs> <laughs> Badass then axed three upcoming performances without any clear explanation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, just figure out your marketing. Um. Oh, and then a couple of days later, he tweeted, seeing double, stacking triple. <laughs> what? What? 
What are you trying to do? Uh, so, yeah. Uh, but, like, Trump looked at directly the eclipse. He's not really going to lose anything, is he? <laughs> so weird just be like oh yeah he was, he was fucking like moving his head a little bit and then just looked directly at the <laughs> the president you're meant to I understand and then someone heckled is... don't look at the secret <laughs> <laughs> was it one of his guards yes the secret service they're trying to protect him from attackers and he's blinding himself <laughs> just giving them their shades yeah, like... don't fucking look at the eclipse you moron <laughs> <laughs> it's like looking after a child. Well, <laughs> they have to like put those baby-proof sockets in the White House. Yeah. Nah, but you people are just people are more stupid than I think we ever really realize. Yeah. And you just because like evolution means that we kind of steer away from those people. Yeah. You just feel like I think I told before about last time there was an eclipse I was working in a call center. And one yeah. of the women there was asking if the electricity would still work. <laughs> so I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, didn't understand what it was and was like, is, this, is there going to be ice? You know, all these stupid questions. You just yeah. like, just, all right, whatever, man. But it's not even but, like stupidity. It's just... It's ignorance. You could read one article about the eclipse and, and that would tell you everything. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. It, ignorance is the, is the phrase because like you you also kind of have to go like if there was going to be something insane, surely you it know. would be more publicised. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, there's no electricity on Friday. Yeah, the world will shut down for two hours, <laughs> two hours, two minutes. Yeah. And by the way, it's going to freeze. <laughs> yeah. So bring your dog inside. <laughs> yeah. No, that it's like oh, I haven't really thought about it, but are we all going to die? <laughs> What haven't you thought about? I think about it every day. <laughs> yeah, just fucking prepare. Yeah, ignorant, fucking ignorant. <laughs> um, two men seriously injured by Spanish town's cruelty-free alternative to bull running. Um, a Spanish villager's attempt to invent cruelty-free version of bull running by replacing the animals with giant balls has ended in tragedy after two people were seriously injured. Uh, one man was left in a coma after sustaining, a, sustaining a, a serious head injury when he was crushed against metal barriers by the 300-kilogram resin ball, which chased runners around the town of Matalapino near Madrid uh, during the event over the weekend. Uh, another man suffered three broken ribs and a concussion. The ball runs down more than 500 metres of sloping streets, reaching a top speed of 20 miles per hour. But Mayor Javier Perez de los Nietos uh, warned participants not to take the ball running lightly, despite the absence of sharp horns and thundering hooves. We're going to review all of our security measures and boost the information given out, because people have started coming here from all over the world, and we don't want, them to, we don't want this to become a tragic event, but rather something fun. Uh, people who are used to balls know that they can't stand still in front of them because they can be gored. But with the ball, some people think that nothing will happen to them. Uh, but this is not the case. Right, so it used to be done with bulls. Yeah, the running of the balls. And now it's being Spain. done with boars. Ball, balls, B-A-L-L-S. Balls. Like Indiana Jones. Big, huge balls. What? <laughs> <laughs> Yoga balls. No. Cannonballs. Uh, they are three metres in diameter and weigh 300 kilos. 
Have you watched the running of the bull? Bulls? Yeah, the running of the bulls, which yeah, is well, just they, a bull running around the street. It's, right? it's a, yeah, it's a herd of bulls and you have to run away from them and people get horribly injured because it's a fucking stupid thing to do. <laughs> yeah. So this is the, the the mayor's now like, well, this is cruel on the balls. So yeah. we're gonna we're gonna we're make the running of the giant the, pinball, the running of the balls, right? <laughs> so they get a bunch of balls that are three meters like in <laughs> diameter, three hundred kilos of hardened plastic resin, <laughs> and they roll them down a hill in the middle of town. <laughs> 300 <laughs> kilos. Yes. That would kill people, yep. surely. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. But it's not as cruel. It's not cruel to the bulls. <laughs> yeah. So, and, and in defense of the bulls. It's cruel to the dogs. The <laughs> chasing this giant tennis ball around the street. <laughs> but, I mean, the bulls kill people. They must do. Yes. You can't, you can't not. Like, that can't have not happened. It doesn't have to be fatal. <laughs> like, yeah. you can just make them 100 kilos, and that will still do some damage, well, what, but it would be fatal. Well, what the, what, That's fatal. But these people are... F- like, how are you watching, like, this giant thing rolling towards you and being like, that's not a bull, I'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> that, by that logic, you could stand in traffic and be completely impervious. <laughs> It's just a ball. Yeah. You know, I kick footballs all the car. time. Yeah. It's not a ball. <laughs> Bulls are the only thing on this planet that cause death. <laughs> Uh, videos of the event showed how the ball, three metres in diameter, smashed into metal barriers at the corner of the route, squashing a young man who sank to the ground amid screams from onlookers. Uh, he is reported to have suffered a fractured skull and been placed in an induced coma by doctors fighting to save his life. Uh, around 700 people are said to have attended Saturday's adult run, uh, with a children's event taking place the previous day <laughs> with a much lighter rubber ball. <laughs> It's a cultural thing. Like I, 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 I guess I get it, but I, well, I don't understand how you would look at that and and feel safe, yeah. like just because the thing's not alive. There's plenty of things that can fall on you that will kill you that aren't alive. Well, that's the ignorance argument again as well. You'd be like, if this would kill me, yeah. they'd tell me about it. It's probably <laughs> just like an inflatable ball yeah. or something. Maybe they think Smash. it's like a big zorb. <laughs> <laughs> It's just going to be a bit of fun. Yeah. <laughs> they wouldn't. They wouldn't put a, a ball of death in here. Yeah, no. We said it's not cruel to the bulls. We didn't say it's not cruel to you. <laughs> they painted bulls' faces on it though, like big cartoon bull faces. So that's the last thing you see before you die. <laughs> death by lottery ball. Yeah. Um. This goes back to your Burger King thing. Burger um, King. Burger King is giving uh, free burgers to the people it's fired. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) If you've been fired by Burger King, the fast food chain is offering to give you free burgers if you own up to being laid off. Uh, On Tuesday, Burger King announced its Whopper Severance deal, (laughs) which grants ex-employees a free Burger King gift card in exchange for public admission of termination. Eligible... (laughs) Eligible participants will have to go on their LinkedIn profile and post the message, I got fired, I want a free Whopper. Hashtag Whopper Severance. (laughs) The burger chain will then send a link to the register for the delivery of the Whopper Severance package. Uh, A Burger King representative communicated that the chain hopes that most Whopper Severance participants will be fans who understand the light-hearted nature of the idea. For over 63 years, Burger King restaurants have used fire to flame grill, 
uh, Burger King announced in a statement. While getting fired sucks, for Burger King restaurants, fire grilling is a good thing. <laughs> so they- we'll make a link there somewhere. <laughs> yeah. So Being you, fired you, is happens to burgers and yeah, employees. Fired, fire grilled. It's, 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 it's a marketing <laughs> thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you get fired. I'm a whopper. <laughs> as if you haven't. As if you're not sick of the sight of them. <laughs> Do you want a burger? I got fired for stealing burgers. <laughs> have a oh, burger. Have loads of burgers. <laughs> a whopper severance package. <laughs> fucking LinkedIn. Just fucking. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> Stop sending people into space. Stop trying to pay people with burgers. <laughs> I know how big that crossover audience is. Mm. People who were fired from Burger King and qualified to go in space. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing not many. <laughs> well, they've got the the protein for it now. So yeah. yeah. Sure. Uh, I'm part of the Whopper Severance package and I do expect delivery. Where are you? <laughs> Mia? <laughs> Oh, well, that means you're breaking the law. Even though I'm in space, <laughs> you're down there. <laughs> For more episodes the second they leave our disgusting workstations, head over to www.pullingteeth.audio and remember to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher or TuneIn, maybe all three. Ratings and comments would be nice as well. If you've got any questions or comments, find us on Twitter at PullingTeethPod. For anything more extensive or of a private or personal nature, or if you've got some kind of moral objection to social media, you can drop us an email at podcast at pullingteeth.audio. For more from me, head to stevemilligan.net and find us both on Twitter at singitsteve and at nicksnip. This has been Pulling Teeth. See you next week.